I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to r slash entitled parents, where this aunt demands that her entire family book an extremely expensive cruise just so her two kids can have more fun. I invited my aunt to a family reunion cruise and she wants everyone to pay an additional $1,000 for her kids to have fun. I've really been struggling on whether or not to post this because I just want this situation to be resolved. My husband and I moved away from our homestay approximately five years ago. And since then, my husband hasn't been back to visit. It's been easier for me to go because I have more family that I'm close with and he would prefer to save his limited vacation time and watch our dogs However, we've reached a point where we decided it's time for both of us to make a trip down together And make the effort to plan something with family and friends that he hasn't seen in a long time We decided the easiest way for us to get some quality time in with people would be to invite everyone on a cruise this summer We have around 40 people that we're inviting total many of whom fit the senior demographic and all of course will have varying incomes a cruise is already a high barrier to entry so my priority has been finding a line that would be as accessible as possible financially would go through glacier bay while also fitting the needs of as many people as possible i ended up settling on holland america after all things considered well as soon as i invited my aunt and uncle she immediately jumped in the driver's seat trying to control which line we took first it was that we had to cruise through norwegian or a line that was first and foremost family oriented she explicitly told me if my kids are miserable we will be miserable Her children are 11 and 14, so I find this absolutely ridiculous. This is a family reunion. And secondly, at this age, they should be old enough to understand why we're not taking their typical cruise for this trip. For reference, Holland America is a line targeting older people. Yes. However, they still have pickleball courts, cornhole, shuffleboard, a large selection of board games, family-friendly entertainment, and a large pool with the ability to be converted to an indoor pool when we reach the glaciers, unlike other ships. My husband cruised as a 10-year-old boy before he had a phone or other tech and attests that he didn't even use the child amenities on the ship and had a good time hanging out, eating desserts and swimming. We would also be happy to bring a spare Nintendo Switch or even the Steam Deck that I recently got as a gift. I made the mistake of entertaining the cruises she was sending by looking at them all and I quickly realized they were all either astronomically more expensive didn't go through glacier bay or a ship that would be absolutely packed with children which would not be a cruise the rest of the family would have a relaxing time on i've had to do a lot of work in setting boundaries over the years and i find people with controlling personality types to be extremely triggering when they don't consider the needs of everyone else Ultimately, though, I recognize the importance of needing to stand my ground in this situation with the original cruise. And I try to tell her no in a nice way with an explanation on why. I can't let this difference in price potentially be the reason why my husband's best friend or cousins couldn't afford to come. Now, I never got a reply. And later, I learned that she'd called my grandma trying to play sides and win over support for the line she wants. 
My grandma agreed with our plan, but she did admit that the situation with my aunt robbed some of the joys that she'd had about the trip, which upsets me on her behalf. My aunt also told my grandma they wouldn't go if it's the line I chose. I am very disappointed in this, and I will be hurt if this is the case. I attended several family reunions as a child with no technology, and I had to sit in the car for 30 plus hours and was still happy to go with my grandparents. And I was even younger than these kids, so I'm a bit taken aback as to why their kids need so much to have a good time. Ever since I sent the text, I've had radio silence from her. My uncle, on the other hand, seemed to completely understand in his reply, but I honestly don't know if he feels the same way as her behind the scenes. As a young couple in our late 20s, my husband and I aren't on the cruise ship of our dreams, but we need to be thinking of everyone here. And I hope as time goes on, she can put things into perspective and understand me better. At this point, I don't feel responsible to explain myself any more than I already have. And what they decide to do is out of my control. You know what? In my opinion, there's a simple enough solution here. Just tell your aunt that she will be thoroughly missed on your trip but you're not going to change the plans and make them a thousand dollars per person more expensive just because of her and her kids. Of course, you're not going to do that. Simple as that. The other thing that I don't get is that if you go on any cruise ship at all, even if it's targeted at seniors, there is still a lot of stuff for young kids to do. The beauty of a cruise ship is that you get on and off. And then once you're off, obviously there are things to do. And once you're on, are they really not going to have fun on an entire cruise ship? Eating great food from a buffet, swimming, um, I don't know, doing anything, playing ball games, chilling, going on their phone or whatever. Like there's so much stuff to do. And also you're on holiday. It just screams entitled. And I guess that makes sense. Nonetheless, let's carry on. We're identical twins, so you have to financially support my kid. Okay, so this isn't my story. This is my best friend Tommy's. All names have been changed, by the way. Tommy and I became best friends in middle school. We bonded over the fact that we're both identical twins who have horrible twin siblings. Tommy's brother Jack is a deadbeat who thinks everything should be handed to him. He also is a huge player and has a new girlfriend every few months. This eventually came back to bite him in the butt when he got one of them pregnant. Now, Jack has no job and lives with his parents, who completely support him. But when they found out he got his girlfriend pregnant, they made it clear that he had to get a job if he wanted to stay there. His girlfriend, Abby, also has no job and has the same attitude as Jack. Neither wants to work and they both believe everyone else should be supporting them Now tommy has a good job and makes good money which absolutely angers jack when they found out abby was pregnant They asked tommy for a substantial amount of money tommy refused which caused jack to get mad This caused them to come up with an insane plan to get money out of tommy One day they confronted tommy and told him that if he didn't give them the money They would just say he was the father and go after him for child support. They read a story online where a woman actually did end up getting child support from two identical twins as they couldn't figure out the father. What? That is mental. From what Tommy told me, they had pretty smug looks on their faces when they told him. Here's a sum up of how the conversation went. They were at a party for one of Tommy and Jack's relatives when Jack and Abby come up and talk to Tommy. So, have you changed your mind about giving us the money? Asked Jack. No, we figured you'd say that. So we have another plan. What's the plan? Well, since you won't give us the money, we thought of another idea. What are you talking about? Abby read online about how a woman was able to get child support from two identical twin brothers because DNA-wise, they couldn't tell who the father was. So we're gonna tell people you're the father 
And since your DNA is the same as mine, any test will come out positive. Now, Tommy was a little shocked when they first said that, not because he was worried, but because he realized his brother was an even bigger and dumber jerk than he thought. Jack, I know you smoke a lot of weed and who knows what else, but you seriously can't be this dumb. I'm not dumb. I'm a genius. It worked before. Look it up. Yeah, you're forgetting a very important factor in all of this. What's that? You know, the whole having cancer as a teenager thing? The countless round of chemo? The multiple surgeries? Yeah, nice try, but people can still have kids after cancer, mate. Look it up. This caused Tommy to start laughing. Why are you laughing? Because, you idiot. I had testicular cancer. Both my testicles were removed. I've literally been sterile for over 13 years. Well, they don't know that. Yeah, my medical history does. All I have to do is show them and the case will easily be thrown out. This made Jack and Abby mad and they started belittling Tommy, calling him every name in the book. For those worried about the baby, they did eventually end up putting the baby up for adoption. Well, I'm not quite sure what's more ridiculous. The fact that someone's own brother forgot they had their testicles removed after having cancer or that they're going after their own brother trying to get child support for their child. I mean, both are pretty crazy. And I guess if there was one good thing to come out of having testicular cancer is that your own identical twin brother can't put responsibilities on you about their child. It's a stretch, isn't it? It really is. But uh, hey, so is this entire story. I will say though, I do want to find the story about the woman who actually did this successfully because that is mental Like say you didn't have your testicles removed. Could this genuinely have happened? I don't see why not, right? You do have the same DNA. That would have been unbelievable Okay, then now moving on to our final story of today's episode and guys I have saved the best till last on this one This one is a little bit more serious than the previous two I guess although i'm not saying that testicular cancer isn't serious. You'll get what I mean Maybe it's a little deeper but nonetheless it's a great one parents threw me out as a child and then expected everything from me when my grandparents died i was born when my mother and father were only 17. it forced both of my parents to drop out of high school and each get a ged so they could find work right away my father especially was not happy about this because he had dreams of playing football in college and instead he had to work at a gas station he said to my face many times that i ruined his dream My mother hardly raised me at all as she had to work too. They had a cranky old lady next door watch me most of the time. She wasn't so bad. She gave me more attention than my parents did. My father eventually managed to land a better job as a manager due to his experience running the gas station. It was right after that my mum got pregnant with my sister. I was six when she was born. I wasn't exactly shown much love before that. But once my sister came along, it was made pretty obvious to even my six-year-old self that I was unwanted. The only ones who seemed to care were my paternal grandparents and somewhat my babysitter. And they were more like my parents as they treated me the way a little kid needed to be loved. We lived in a two-bedroom apartment. And as my sister got older, it went from me sharing a bedroom with her to me kicked out of the room entirely. I slept on the couch for two years and I barely had anything to my name other than clothes, school supplies, and an old Game Boy. When I was 10, my parents decided they were gonna move away, but this move did not include me. I ended up actually being fine with this as my grandparents had agreed to take me in. My life was instantly better. I got my own room again, and my grandparents gifted me a brand new N64 in 1996. That Christmas, I got a Game Boy Pocket too, and there were a couple of other kids my age in the neighborhood I got to hang out with. We rode bikes, played video games, shot cans with pellet guns, built forts, and got dirty playing in the creek. You know, stuff a normal kid would enjoy. 
I was finally happy as time went on I grew up and eventually moved out But I later moved back in to help my grandparents house as they were getting old and living off their retirement savings So some rent money from me went a long way in paying the bills My grandpa was the kind of person who'd wanted to build a bomb shelter during the cold war But never got around to it He wanted to volunteer for the military in the 60s But was turned down due to a medical condition and the fact his eyesight wasn't great So he focused on saving whatever he thought he needed He told me many times it was better to have something and not need it than need it and not have it Our area suffered from numerous power outages in winter due to heavy winds and storms So having gasoline and propane for heaters and generators was a must All these saving habits became my own as time went on as it was better to need this stuff rarely than not have it at all Of course there was rhoa bothering us, but that's its own other story The problem is about five years back my grandma died suddenly and my grandpa was heartbroken He also went about a year and a half later pretty much everything they owned was willed to me Their savings their house their vehicles their stuff everything The house was long paid off and grandpa knew how to keep up with its maintenance in fact after grandma died he kind of doubled down on renovating the place he had the roof redone the house repainted by us inside and out and we fixed a lot of little things grandpa's neighbor george even came by to help redo the plumbing ironically the hoa was rather happy with these changes because the house didn't look run down anymore one morning i was fixing breakfast and my grandpa never came downstairs you couldn't keep the man from his bacon So I went to check on him and he wasn't moving. I called 911 and paramedics came only to tell me that he'd passed in his sleep. My parents made grandpa's funeral a trash show. They didn't bother to show up for grandma's. They were too busy. And at grandpa's funeral, they didn't seem to grieve at all. My sister also showed up wearing a brightly colored designer dress, which I wasn't happy about as it was a church clothes only function. I noticed my parents repeatedly whispering to each other and glaring at me whenever I looked at them. I come to find out at the will reading that my parents knew that they'd been disinherited long ago for their treatment of me. And they thought it was extremely unfair that I got everything. They threatened to sue me to contest the will and I got repeated calls and messages from my father, mother and sister telling me I needed to do the right thing and give my father what was supposed to be his. I told them all to flake off in far more unsavory words. My parents ended up taking me to court to challenge the will. But the judge ruled in my favor after seeing the will and hearing us both out So it wasn't a long drawn out legal battle The judge even looked at my parents with absolute disgust after seeing the will and hearing about their mistreatment of me in my childhood He called my father a terrible parent and that my grandparents were right to disown him My father just hung his head in silence But he made sure to stop me outside the courtroom and tell me I was always the biggest mistake of his life and that if he could go back in time, he'd make sure I never existed. He should have been a football star, and instead, he has to wear a name tag for a 9-5. to I told him that, mistake or not, Grandma and Grandpa could see what kind of nasty person he was. I didn't ask to be born, and the only real love I ever got was from my grandparents, and he was no father of mine anymore. You see, what's funny about all of that is that his outburst immediately after the court proceedings, guys, just confirmed exactly what the judge said that he is a terrible father tough i got a few more threatening and harassing phone calls as well as some letters from my parents all demanding money among other things but over time they just stopped as i was completely stonewalling them 
I never responded to the emails or letters and I stayed silent during the phone calls a few times I just let the phone sitting on the counter with them ranting till they realized I wasn't listening aside from not getting the house or money My parents seemed particularly irked. They could not even get a rise out of me But I was prepared to go to war against them and they knew it So in the end, they just left me alone from what I know looking at facebook the past decade My sister tried to get into modeling got married had two kids got divorced and is currently unhappy working a job that she feels is beneath her My mother currently works retail and is also vocal about her disdain of it like my father She peaked in high school She was a cheerleader back then and even had her old uniform framed on the wall My father has pretty much had the same job for 25 years He must be good at it if he's still doing it as for me Well, i'm in my late 30s now and I live pretty much debt-free in a nice neighborhood I haven't really had a girlfriend since high school and i've had little motivation to ever have another relationship But loneliness gets to everyone. So maybe i'll try to find someone soon Not many are in the financial position that i'm in at my age single paid off house two vehicles and a decent amount in the bank I guess I could aim to be a stepfather. That might be more my speed. And there we go. That is the end of that one. A lovely little slide dig your dad right at the end there, which I'm not going to lie. I absolutely loved. Oh, you must love the job if you've been in it for 25 years. It definitely won't be because you can't get any other job and you're forced to remain in that one that you actually really dislike. That definitely wouldn't be the reason. Just love it. What a way to end it. All I would say now from your perspective, OP, is even though you are very young, as you say, make sure you get your own will. Because the worst thing that could possibly happen now would be to say you, God forbid, happen to get into an accident or something happened, illness, whatever, and you passed. Imagine now that your entire family that you've pretty much disowned get all the things that they were after in the first place. You have to make sure that in the worst of the worst case scenarios, that can't happen. So get a will and give everything to your friends, your mates, anyone, doesn't even matter. As long as it's not your family and they don't get the stuff that they've been trying to get for so many years, that's good. So just, uh, yeah cover yourself make sure you've done 99 of the work that last one percent is what you need to do just to ensure that they never get anything hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, before we end today's episode, first of all, I owe you guys some shout outs. If you didn't know, I'm running the London Marathon in now three weeks time. In fact, in three weeks time today, I'll have finished. I I say that. I hope I will have done. The marathon would have ended. That's for sure. Whether or not I cross the line or not, we'll have to see on the day. But as you can see, if you are watching on YouTube, we have now raised £4,128. That means we're getting ever closer to the goal of 5000 Just a few more donations and we'll be there. Link to do so and get a shout out like these people is down in the description and in the pinned comment on whatever platform you're listening on. Nonetheless, here we go. Without further ado, donation one comes from Buff Mundell. What a name, by the way. $10 is roughly 180 for me. Might donate more, though. Well, unbelievable. $10 is roughly a pretty great donation, in my opinion. That is so dead, but we'll carry on. Buff, thank you very much. Parker loves listening to the videos while doing homework. They can't see the London Marathon as they're in the States, but look forward to the Karen video. Love from Ohio. Thank you very much for the donation. Guys, if we hit £5,000 at any point, by the way, 
then I'll be doing a full length video in uh, the full Karen attire with the wig back and I'll have to go and get my mum's dress again or just find one at a charity shop. Great scenes. Look forward to that. If that's not an incentive, I don't know what is. Katie loves listening while walking the dogs. They wish they could give more as they know how much it takes to train for the marathon. Oh, you're running London as well. I wish you a great run. Well, likewise, Katie. And you have an amazing surname, by the way, for a runner, I must say stride brilliant scenes very apt you're probably way faster than me i was gonna say i'll see you on the course but you'll probably be long gone with a surname like that nonetheless thank you for the donation raven ivanov ivanov what a name sorry you lot are coming in with some unbelievable names not unbelievable donations just unbelievable names i wish it could be more thanks for keeping me amused with the podcast well thank you for donating and thanks for having such an amazing name you're called raven i mean that's just class on grass chris chamberlain another great name you know Little bit of what's it called when uh, two letters are the same. I've forgotten, but you'll let me know in the comments, guys. Big fan. Regardless of if you run like Usain Bolt or Dame Maggie Smith, charity is the gift that helps more than you could ever know. Wow, that's a lovely donation. Great message. $20 from Chris Chamberlain. Thank you very, very much. It's not sibilance because that's two S's back to back. It's something else. Alliteration. There we go. I knew I'd get there eventually. Wow, a donation from a... A city in a, in Australia? Sydney comes in. Donated because I suffer from a rare genetic disorder called Jordan's Syndrome. It's rare enough that in 2021, there were only 170 roughly known worldwide. I also have autism. Oh my goodness me. I'd love to know, have you ever met anyone else with Jordan's Syndrome? That's pretty interesting. Thank you so much for the donation, by the way. $25. That is going to help out a ton. Daniel, you are amazing. Wishes he could donate more. And I hope you reach the goal. Well, thank you very much, Daniel, for the $20. Wow, getting some unreal donations in here. And finally, Donna Sanborn comes in saying, Happy Palm Sunday, Jack. I guess that was a few days ago. Hope you have a good day. And Easter is just around the corner. Do you have any plans for the day? You know what, Donna? I do. I'm actually going with my sister to see my grandparents. Yeah, none of us, are, I mean, are we religious? I mean, I'm not religious. My granny is actually a Quaker. If you know what that is, then get in the comments. She'll love that if anyone knows. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna have a good old time and eat some chocolate, I think. That's what you're supposed to do on Easter Sunday, right? Who knows? Um, guys, that's gonna do it for this one. Hope you will have a lovely Easter as well, or just a nice Sunday, whatever you're doing. Thank you so much for all the donations. As always, get down below in the description, click the link and donate. We're getting very close now to the insane goal that I set a long time ago, just three weeks out. It's going to be amazing. And that is going to do it for this episode. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.